Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is WWJ All Local. A shooting on Detroit's west side leaves several people injured. WWJ's Mike Campbell joining us live on the scene with the very latest. Mike. Yeah, this happened on Murray Hill between Puritan and Pilgrim, Jackie. That's east of the Southfield Freeway by a few blocks, more than a few, probably about 10. But uh, the shooting that is being reported involved multiple people, according to reports, and maybe one person was killed at least. The shooting also may have started on Murray Hill and moved to another location, maybe to the next street over uh, St. Mary's. But none of this has been confirmed by police yet. Detroit police were on scene. There were a number of detectives vehicles there, uh, one squad car and the neighborhood police officers uh, van was there. Those are sometimes used for evidence text vehicles when they're pressed. And there was a Michigan state trooper there as well. It was clear that there was one house that was involved right near Pilgrim and uh, Murray Hill. But again, no indication from Detroit police yet what officially happened at that scene or exactly happened. We'll wait for details. Reporting live, Mike Campbell. WWJ News Radio 950. An investigation underway in Detroit after a man was hit and killed last night on the east side, happening on Park Drive and Harper Avenue. Not much known at this time other than that the man was crossing the highway when he was killed instantly after being hit by four vehicles. While two of the drivers fled, police say two others remained on the scene to talk with authorities. Classes are back in session in Armada today following a precautionary closure Monday after deputies with the St. Clair County Sheriff's Department connected an alleged guns theft to three former students. Superintendent Michael Mercer says that those teens are now in custody and all four weapons are accounted for. We couldn't give details last evening because it's an ongoing investigation and we didn't want to interfere with the investigation. He says a parent in the district tipped them off about the break-in at the home in Berlin Township, which is inside of school boundaries. Well, while many people gathered at the Michigan Public Service Commission Town Hall meeting in Dearborn to ask them not to approve DTE's new proposed rate hike, uh, there was a handful of folks who supported the initiatives that DTE is doing. A local business owner from the area took to the mic to stand up for DTE, stating that working alongside the company has allowed him to hire local people and offer internships. He says he's looking at the business aspect that DTE Energy brings to communities, despite the negative reaction from other community members. I want to make sure it doesn't happen is that we wind up with a nameless, faceless utility that doesn't give a damn about Michigan jobs or Michigan labor. And I think there's plenty of friends, neighbors, cohorts, nonprofits who feel, who feel strongly on this. There were several others in the crowd who backed DTE, but several more who asked the MPSC to turn down the rate increases. They're set to have another meeting on Friday. 
A GOP heavyweight making his trip to Michigan next month. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, whom some Republicans would like to see as America's next president, will visit Midland in April as a special guest for a GOP event for the Midland County Republican Party. An invitation listing him as an attendee of the April 6th Dave Camp Spring Breakfast, named for former U.S. Rep. Dave Camp of Midland, who served more than two decades in Congress. Last year, 18 Republican lawmakers in Michigan writing a letter to encourage him to run for president, but DeSantis so far not making a formal announcement and just last year winning his second term as governor of Florida. Aaron V, WWJ News Radio 950. For the first time since 2019, Wayne County Executive Warren Evans is going to deliver his State of the County address. Evans' office says tonight's speech is going to cover topics such as economic development, the new criminal justice complex, and prioritizing the health and wellness of the county's residents. The Ford Community and Performing Arts Center in Dearborn is going to host the speech, which will be attended by county commissioners, elected officials, and community leaders. It's scheduled to start at 7 p.m. Bedrock's Book Tower launching a new chapter in downtown Detroit following a more than $300 million historic restoration project. The building will offer new and unique opportunities to live, meet, celebrate, dine, and stay downtown. Bedrock will begin pre-releasing the residences at Book Tower next month. Built in 1926 by the Book Brothers, Book Tower at the time was the largest building in the Motor City. Even today, it remains one of the most renowned buildings in the Midwest. So excited to see that, a crown jewel in yeah. the city. And new from the Autobeat this morning, Dodge decides to exit on a high note when it comes to its latest generation of muscle cars. It's a Dodge Challenger SRT Demon 170, 1,025 horsepower. This is the seventh and final last call edition to win the current run of the Challenger and Charger. It's a kind of vehicle where they talk about G-forces, a little over two Gs, and a 0 to 60 time of 1.66 seconds. Dodge will only make 3,300 of these vehicles at a sticker price of $96,666. Jeff Gilbert, WWJ. Michigan's county road agencies manage 75% of all roads in the state. This week, they're meeting in Lansing to outline priorities and problems for the next year. Denise Donahue, CEO of the County Roads Association, said road funding, including new options for using federal aid, will help them reach their goals. We just put out our county road progress report where we show that of the 90,000 miles that counties are in charge of, we only improved an additional 394 miles in 2022 over the amount that we did in 2021. It means they're making progress, but they're still off track with their primary surface work. It could be a challenge as well, as Michigan has the nation's fourth largest local road system. The conferences start today in Lansing. Ann Arbor City Council members have approved a resolution to open negotiations with DTE and other utilities on a new heating franchise. According to the mayor there, the move is consistent with the wishes of Ann Arbor voters who overwhelmingly passed a proposal in November to provide more clean energy choices and reduce pollution. The city's fossil fuel gas franchise with DTE is set to expire in 2027. Officials have a goal to become carbon neutral by 2030. Developers are seeking incentives for the $1.5 billion District Detroit project, and they could learn today if the plan will move forward. Detroit City Council members will discuss and vote on a community benefits agreement tied to the development in and around Little Caesars Arena and the Fox Theater. Neighborhood Advisory Council Chairman Chris Jackson said last week the hope uh, says this hope is to go beyond the basic requirements for Detroiters. We actually asked for 10 percent of the total buy of all goods and services 
for African-American and Hispanic-owned companies. City Council must approve a community benefits agreement before developers can seek city and state incentives. The 10 new or rehab buildings will have apartments, hotel rooms, office space, and stores. For the latest news, plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.